This is a bad idea. I'm Chris, joined by Bruno and Zach, as always. Let's just get into it. Yeah. Hello. Oh, oh, hi, princess. Come here. Yes. Uh, you are here. Don't call me princess when people are listening. Oh, I'm sad now. I was excited. I felt loved. <laughs> I, do, I do love you, Chris. Oh, it's great. Zach, did you change your mic? Because you were back into a uh, closet, I think. Oh, um, so the, one of the reasons why I like the headset mic is because I'm a man-child and I fidget around a lot and I got mm-hmm. too far from the mic. Ah, okay. Because of this kitten. Here, do you uh, want to yeah. say hi to the internet, Miranda? No, you want to go on an adventure? Okay. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah. So, Chris, are we doing the new rules and points or are we doing the uh, the subject that we talked about? Um, I don't know. So, we, we kind of planned out how we're going to come about uh, episode one the first official start of bad idea mm-hmm. and then uh, amg just dropped a bunch of crap on it so i i feel like we just talk about the uh, the new crap and worry about that next time i feel like it would be a bad idea to ignore the new content <laughs> yeah, there you go see <laughs> okay all right so did you guys had a chance to play with the new rules i ran a tournament with the new rules yesterday but uh, it was even numbers so i didn't get to play um, you're a brave man i have not gotten to play yet yeah i played three games yesterday so your your feeling uh, chris play wise play wise um it seems fine i had no issues with the tournament people liked the ion changes mm-hmm. um the scoring we didn't run assault on the satellite array we only played three rounds so we didn't run assault on a satellite array because that's the one that's changed the least yeah so we, we thought we'd jump into the other ones and uh, generally well received the the pace on um chance engagement felt a lot better um games of that actually finished within time and i was running fangs out as well so it's only a 50 minute um, a 60 minute game ah okay uh, and they were still finishing before time. So, uh, yeah, that, that felt a lot better. Um, people really liked the three objectives in Scramble. Oh, yeah, why? Um, I think we spoke about it last time on the show about the, the pace of play and how quickly it can snowball for Scramble. And I think, um, what was the other one? Um, Salvage. Uh, they mm-hmm. both suffer from the same kind of thing where one side got all of the objectives turn one it the game got out of hand before the other player could really do anything about it mm-hmm. so having only three is uh, is great for that and mm-hmm. uh, obviously the not being able to interact with any scenarios in turn one is also a, a positive change in my mind i adore that one because like one of my complaints especially uh, i don't know if i said on the last one but the fact that like the millimeter difference from mat to mat, um, you know, I, sh- I should come up with a uh, an, an American reference point. The fra- the quarter fractions from uh, mat to mat. Uh, the 128th. Uh, yeah. For, for those of our listeners whose countries have been to the moon. Um, the, but the difference was enough that uh, a five forward may or may not put you at range one of that center yeah. objective. That's so... a good point. Uh, I know, so just because I'm talking about running events, I'm going to jump in and talk all over you now. Fuck your moon landings. They were right, fake fine. anyway. Fake moon landings. Uh, are, they gone. were going to fake it, but they hired Stanley Kubrick to direct it, and he was such a stickler for detail that he insisted they do it on location. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So what I, I actually varied the size of deployment areas when I was setting up the mats. So the, if you deployed on the edge, it didn't matter. The distance between the edge of your deployment area and the middle objective was more important than how deep your deployment area is, in my yeah. mind. So that's how I read it as a horrible TO who just makes up rules on the fly. Mm. But yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with that sentiment that you're expressing there, that you just get screwed because you, your mat's different to the one you practiced on. Yeah. yeah. For me, the, there was not such a big difference other than the fact that you can't score points on the first round. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't make the game faster or slower. You know, it d did not add a round to my games because of that. And mm. I don't know why... In the three game I played, we almost ignore the objectives in the three games and uh, went for each other instead. And after that, started to look at the objective because we were maybe too forward. I don't know. Maybe we advanced too much. So we the objectives were behind us or whatever. But I felt like the objectives were less relevant in the game than they were like last week. So I, I think that's intentional. Okay. Because I'm sort of going back to some of the, their past commentary and stuff. And they sort of said, AMG, and, um, you know, of course, Pagani's going to be on Minoc in the next couple days. So, you know, maybe he'll just tell everyone that Zach's an idiot. Or Plumber? <laughs> Plumber's going to be on. One yeah. of the two. So you know, maybe he'll just tell everyone that I'm wrong. But, like, one of the things they kind of talked about with the objectives is just their main goal was to, to force engagement. Not necessarily, you know, I don't remember them ever saying, we want to rewire how you play by making objectives the focus, it was just they wanted to to break the existing problem of the first player to commit to actually playing the game is wrong and loses for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a big change. It won't affect that much the game, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, I guess, and to, re to reword it, uh, the objectives strike me as a safety valve for when your opponent wants to dirtle and not leave the corner or whatever, mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, NASCAR around, um, yeah. as we call it. That's, uh, that's you know, racing that they do on ovals for our, for our Canadian friends. Going to go fast and going to yeah. left. Exactly. Bingo. Chris knows. <laughs> I've seen South Park. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I felt like, at least yeah. listening to them talk, their intent for the objectives was just to have a safety valve against that line of play, mm -hmm. where... Um, you know, people kind of refuse to play and it's like, okay, man, if, if you're not going to try and come get me, I'm going to, you know, score these objectives. And then, um, you know, they just, the different objective types do sort of favor different lists so that yep. you can't go all in. Oh my God, Miranda, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that crash. Yep. Oh no. Was that a moon landing or something? Yeah. Okay. It was just a sack of empty boxes. All right. Yeah. And she's fine. That's good. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, oh dear. So that that was sort of that was sort of my my take on it at least. Um, so it, I th you know I think maybe they just felt like you know because we saw some some lists that really really focused on just getting objectives. Yep. And you know gra grabbing basically grabbing enough objectives to win before you killed enough of their stuff. And uh, I, I, you know, I feel like maybe that was an emergent gameplay pattern that uh, they did not like over at AMG, or was not, you know, it over. Maybe we as players overcorrected towards objectives, and this is a scale back of it. And I think you sort of see that with their points too. Yeah, it's the points are weird a bit though. Well, so just before we move on to points, then yeah. I do think that 
as a community, we just went, oh, it's objectives, let's do six, six and seven ship lists and only mm-hmm. that. And, yeah. and like, I think if we'd have stuck with it for another like three months, I do think it would have corrected naturally towards where we've just been forced to be anyway. Why? Because, because people like shooting stuff. <laughs> okay. Killing things was always valid. It was just, you can't kill stuff when you take shitty ships and it costs two points. Mm-hmm. They just don't kill things. And you were scared that if you didn't take those ships, you wouldn't be able to play objectives. Yeah. But so, do you think since the, the objectives take less place in the game now or in the pointing system, do you think they should bring back half points on ships? No. No. No? no? Okay, I sorry. Think only guys, it's just chance. a question. Don't, don't, don't get angry or anything. No. I mean, I'm angry because you're French, not because of your ideas. No, but I'm not French. You say that. No, I'm French-Canadian. It's it's a bit above the French, right? (laughs) I'm going to destroy Millennium Condor Balladofition's French-speaking audience now. Only uh, no more European listeners. But Chris, to do that, you would would need to be able to say the name correctly, but... So, we're not in real danger here. Sorry. Millennia Gondor. fusion. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But I, I have a question about the, 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 the rule change for the ion. Yeah. yeah. So, it's new that when you get ion, you remove all the locks, you lose your locks and stuff like that. So, that's new. That's good, right? Yes. It's, it's, it fits the, uh, the team there. But there's one thing I don't understand. In the description there or the rules it says during the perform action step the ship cannot the ship can perform only the focus action all right Mm -hmm. so far so good and then in it says additionally an ionized ship cannot perform any action except the focus action did i miss something at the point before or you know it's yeah it's (laughs) it's just an extra point of clarification so like if you hit something with a connor net um, well, I, I think they changed it now because it used to be if you hit something with a counter net, it could only do that. And then um, so you can't oh, it's during the perf- Okay, it depends yeah. when you get ionized. If you're getting yeah. ionized before you do your action or after, and then you plan your menu. Okay, okay, I get it now. So yeah, you yeah. can't coordinate. You can't. Um, but it's, ah, it also covers it. because in the actual numbered rule steps. So it's step number three is what Bruno's talking about during the yep. perform action step. The ship can only perform a focus action. Mm-hmm. Yep. So because it says during the perform action, if I coordinate to a ionized ship, I could then do anything. So additionally, oh, you can now. okay. No, so that's that's why it says additionally, an ionized okay. ship can cannot perform any action except the focus action. It okay. is just belts and braces to use an idiom mm. that Bruno will not understand. No, no, no. It said no. I did not understand that. But since you uh, speak so well, Chris, now I do understand. I try. Yeah. I enunciate extra hard for you, Bruno. It's not the only extra hard thing I do for you, but it's one that I try the hardest for. I accept. Yeah, and I I think... So they they blued everything for Ion, but I believe that that was already in there. And then the one you missed, just in case for some reason you live in a world where you're only getting uh, rules from us, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> on, on our second ever episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you live in that world, please send us an email on an email address we haven't even made yet. <laughs> Back, I believe it's feedback. And back, yeah. Just yeah. let us know if you are that person who exclusively uses bad idea as your rules reference. I, so I, I have <laughs> met people, you know, I felt bad because I did always make fun of the who needs these cards read to them. But like a, a lot of people <laughs> who... Turns out. Yeah. Turns out also, one, all of us. But two, uh, so I guess people with real jobs don't sit on the internet and argue about X-Wing all day as I'm finding out. Because uh, we're we're week one into my real job and these points dropped and I'm like, well I still have shit to do so I guess I'm guess I'm gonna find out about this later. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's their best time to uh to to hear that and catch up on it. So all right, power to you. But yes, please don't make us your only source of rule updates. <laughs> uh, I did that, have a because we almost on. missed that. You can now do uh, a, a blue one speed bank off your ion maneuver. <laughs> You can, oh. or you can. You, you can. can, yeah. yeah, you yeah. Now, now do you a, can. A yeah. forward or a bank, yep. Yeah. Unless uh, your move was a stop. A stop. Yeah. Then, you know, then you still do a one straight. Yeah. I wanted to point out that if you are reading a copy of a rules reference guide that released on um, Friday, you will have a different rules reference guide to one that I'm currently reading because it is now version 1.4.3. No, and, uh, already? So, it's not yeah. been a week and they changed it? Uh, they changed it. In me so I was reading it. So I downloaded it the day of my tournament rather than the day before. Uh -huh. And in Ion, it, it used to say, an Ion, a ship that is ionized... Uh, well, no, okay, I've lost it again now. A ship uh, when, is a ship, when a one. ship becomes ionized, it breaks all its all mm -hmm. its maintaining. A ship that is ionized cannot acquire or maintain locks. It used to say, cannot acquire, be assigned, or maintain locks. But that yeah. would mean that you couldn't lock onto it as an enemy ship. So uh, it, they did correct it to be that only it cannot have locks. Ah. So I believe the the head cannon I have is that they didn't want Hera to be able to pass Hera's target lock to this ship mm -hmm. and then maintain it. But because they'd said it cannot be assigned, that's actually in the word the wording for locking a ship is that you assign an enemy ship a corresponding lock token to your number on your card. Okay. So it it inadvertently meant that they were ionized ships were immune to torpedoes. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> well, that's a new strategy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, they caught it like immediately because mm -hmm. I, I, one of my players was like, oh, you can't walk an eye and I'm like, you can? What are you talking about? <laughs> and he showed me his copy of a rules reference. And I was like, no, no, you're out of date. It was, it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, wow. Well, at least they caught it. So yeah. In the nick of time. And the other way, what do you think about the fact that now if you go or overlap an obstacle, uh, if you go through again on your way out, you do not suffer any effect of moving through <sighs> that obstacle? I like that more than I thought I would, having thought about it a little bit more. Because I like the fact that rocks are more punishing or obstacles are more punishing now. Mm -hmm. But... I don't want to just make the game not fun for new players. Yeah, that, I, so. I mean, even as an experienced player, right? The the amount of feel bad because, and then you'll have the occasional moment where it's like, 
because it's it's so cool when you get that spot where you're like just barely in front of the rock and you know it's like oh look at that that great placement and it kind of takes away from that moment ever happening again if it's like yeah i'm not eating two turns of rock like no i'm out (laughs) yeah but if you're a good pilot you won't go there so you know we've been playing x-wing since uh 2014 2015 for my part and you know you know the consequences of going through a rock twice tough well, it up you know man except and... all of us have only been playing you know this version for a few months now uh-huh. and the consequences are different yeah but yeah. also like i mean sure we we've been you know moving ships with templates for x years but that doesn't mean like screw everyone <laughs> Yeah, screw everyone who just got into the game. Look, Zach, I had to pay back my student loan, so fuck everyone else. <laughs> Not okay. Well, I, Lion, I, thought was... I didn't have a student loan. I didn't go to school. I graduated from X-Wing University yesterday. <laughs> okay. All right. It just for me, it was like, why make the, the consequences? Of, why nerf it, right? But, you know, it's all right. I, I think it's just um, it's dialing it into the right level. Um, because they really, they, they really, really upped the consequences, mm-hmm. um, yeah, for sure. with the rules. So like it's, they upped the consequences enough that, uh, double dipping on it was hurting too much would be okay, how so I would, uh, how I would kind of think of that. Zach, then they should bring back the tractor beam. You should be able to tractor somebody on the road. No, now. fuck off, Bruno. Just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew this was going somewhere. I'm like, why is Bruno so hyper-focused on this? It seems weird. Oh, yeah. It's he fucking hates having friends. That's why. Just wants to fly around ketsuing people onto rocks. Oh, look at that. I don't need yeah. friends. I've got ketsu. But you know what? You cannot hate something that you don't have. So, right? <laughs> fuck off. That's not true at all. <laughs> I hate a lot of things that I don't have. <laughs> Just because I don't own the Boston Celtics doesn't mean I wish their franchise would implode. <laughs> well, I was talking about friends. Right. And the other thing I, I found out is that the errata section is getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. I'm... Isn't, that, uh, isn't that weird? <laughs> when the errata section is bigger than the actual rules document... I mean, that's just like first edition with the FAQ section. But the thing I really like about the errata section is that it's actually being used for things that needed to be fixed. Like what, Chris? Like what? Like, uh, awkward silence. The stri- awkward. Like the striker, no, no, the striker change is good. The Reaper change is fucking amazing. I right, go through the, it. Then. The Reaper is so, Vizier. Vizier. So if you, I'm actually talking about the uh, the aileron side of the Reapers here, so you might have to jump across to the Arata document with the new cards to to fully get the meaning. But we have controlled ailerons on tie Reapers now. They don't have adaptive; they have controlled. Okay. Uh, before you reveal your dial, if you are not stressed, you may boost. It's a may. So Reapers no longer have to aileron anymore. They oh, okay, can... okay. Yeah, that's pretty good since the ship is a medium base. It, it was yeah. harder to, to play, yes. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. But like, there's no way, and this isn't a digger FFG, they were very reluctant to errata anything. Like, they would rather a card just not function than errata it. Well, but or, you know in the document there it says the ship ability should read, and I'm talking for all the uh, strikers, yeah. Adaptive ailerons, before you reveal your dial, if 
you are not stressed, you must boost. But wasn't it already? No, it was. Uh, no, it, it was a, yeah. it was a maneuver. It was a maneuver, before. so it carried. It's now a boost. Oh, yeah, it's not so a maneuver. You, can, you can't oh, go over rocks okay. now, for instance. Ah, and oh, and you can't bump and either. It is it turning off yeah. of your ion? Then am I reading that right? Is that yeah? So uh, yeah, because it will be a it boost. Actually turns off of your ion. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Oh, well, yeah, that's interesting though. Oh, would it though? Because it, it isn't an action. I don't um, believe. Because you can... You must boost. It's not you must do a boost action. It is not a boost action? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you're right, because... Um... Yeah, you're not performing yeah, an action. Right. That's an interesting we, Yeah, we were talking about uh. how you can do that in Afterburners, why why it's a boost versus a boost action. Yeah. Um, so if you have some other way to yeah. let your your uh, strikers boost, you can do it twice in a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because it's a nail around boost, it's not the boost action or whatever. Okay. Right, yeah. Playing with words. Fun. Yeah. All right. So, otherwise, Zach, in the Rata section, was there anything that uh, caught your uh, eyes? Well, I think that was that eye? was the main one. There was a, a small one. So, I was surprised that they let BB-8 uh, live when they talked about their yeah. pre-dial stuff. And they did move BB-8 in the bb Mac mm -hmm. to system phase. And then um, poor Alex Mogensen plays on stream once and gets contraband cybernetics errated. So, good job, Alex. <laughs> uh, now it says should include the line discards uh, charge, charge cannot be removed yep. uh, recovered so, yeah. oh, in any way so Jabba doesn't work with that anymore correct so okay. no more infinite stress yeah. Mandalorian oh good Ursa Ren is a, a big oh, one oh yeah really that yeah alright should, should read you can maintain up to two locks. Each lock, each lock must be on a different object. After a friendly ship at range zero to three is locked by an enemy ship, you may perform a lock action. And a lot yeah. of typo in that. <laughs> There's like yeah, it, basically they added enemy ship. It's a big change yeah. to that. Mm -hmm. So you can't use R three to trigger your own. Earth, well, and it's um, by lock. It's a lock action now, so you can only I, do it once. Yeah, it's not infinite. And how was it before? Because I never played Ursa Ren. Um, it was acquire a lock before. Oh. It was when a friendly ship. Yeah. So basically, there were, there's two differences here. First of all, it used to be anytime uh, one of your friendly ships at zero to three got locked. So what that meant is you could lock onto your own ship and get a target lock with Ursa Ren. So like, um, you know, let's say you have a ship flying in the back that can't quite reach the enemy, well, you can lock onto your Ursa carrier and give that ship a free target lock. So, like, if your ship has target lock, it effectively has coordinate target lock to Ursa carriers. And then the other one is, it used to be acquire a lock, so you could just, since Ursa lets you get two locks, you know, you could just keep doing it. So, you know, like, what I, I had Ursa in my Adepticon list, and I had um, Luke Skywalker in there, and I gave him the Astromech that lets him take two locks. So I would roll up with Luke, and I would yeah. lock my Ursa carrier, and I would lock whatever I wanted to shoot. So then I have two locks there. But also, like, you know, if your opponent rolls up and they want to, you know, throw three different locks on your ships, uh, you have to make the decision when it is. So there's actually, there's a little head game in there. Like, let's say, you know, you roll up with your, your Z95 and you take a target lock on my Ursa carrier... And I'm like, oh no, I wanna, I wanna save my lock for, you know, your more important ship coming up that I think is gonna lock me. Your, uh, your Luke Skywalker, you know, he's got a proton torp. 
and I want to have my target lock on him, um, you, you could roll up with Luke and not take a target lock on my Ursa carrier, and now you've just outwitted me. I don't know if that's the right play, uh, <laughs> but it does make Ursa a little sad, where before it was just keep taking those target locks until you had the one that you wanted. All right, so they're just like proofing against the eternal loop. It, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's a little bit. Right. It, it turns it into a decision rather than an automatic thing that you do every time, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it lowers the number of locks that it very much lowers the number of locks you can have by decreasing the sources that will get you them. Okay. And, and there's something very interesting that I found out in the uh, rules reference update in the last pages or something. It, it's, it talks about miniatures. And it says, uh, where possible, miniature must always be attached to Star Wars X-Wing base that is the appropriate size and shape of the original miniature. If two or more miniatures in play could potentially touch, causing conflict with movement or placement of ship, and then it's blue, players may remove miniature from its plastic peg until the conflict is resolved. So now we can officially do what we've been, um, what we've always been doing. I hate the fact that they had to write this down. And why is that, Chris? Just just like people, just people, just people, Bruno. (laughs) If they had to write it down there, that's people had an issue with something at some point. People had an issue with Asmodee asset stripping FFG and then sending the game over to AMG and then somehow extrapolated that into... I can't take my model off a peg. I've got to put 50 million pegs on it and make it 27 feet high. Or I'm going to go get DQ'd from tournaments because my my 14 decimal list keeps bumping into itself. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Look, man, Fuck off. Man, I, I had friends at FFG too. Yeah, it was. I was well, sad. And- but you know what I didn't do? I didn't use the imprecise wording on a rules reference to hate somebody a company you know what i mean yeah like just get a grip well and hilarious that um the like the the hilarious (laughs) thing is that that the pegging violation as they call it i was trying to think of a way around it yeah (laughs) pegging violation (laughs) that's 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 the name that's caught on that was uh, how how deep are we going down was, this rabbit that hole? That was in the FFG. It's all getting hard that was for in, Jesus. Yeah, that was in the FFG. Like it was just a thing we overlooked from one of FFG's last RRGs, and everybody decided, oh, AMG's yeah. the devil for leaving this line of text for FFG. And okay, guys, you get, yeah, man, yeah. you got them. Yeah, because people don't have gray areas. It's it's black or white all the time, so it's uh, not. Or they use the gray area yeah. to their advantage and make other intelligent people go, ah, oh, fuck off. It's not even, I, I honestly think it's like, oh man, I'm clever and the people who made this game because I know this is stupid. Oh, how mm-hmm. stupid must they? And I, maybe they just assumed that you'd have some common sense. Like you're playing a miniatures game, people want to look at them for pretty models, so try and keep your models on a peg. If you can't, take it off and then put it back on later. No one gives a fuck. Exactly. Right. Well, I, I guess somebody gave, gave a fuck at some point, but fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just, I, I, stuff like this really always makes me sad because as, yeah. as, a, as a race, I feel like we should have evolved beyond <laughs> the point to have to score points on putting plastic ships on a peg or not. 
Well, dude, humanity is doomed. You know that, I, right? I, 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 Zach, Zach said we went to the moon. You we know? went to the moon. So that's it. We're uh, done. Like, we declared mission accomplished as a species. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. and then we, re- we we regressed to arguing whether a plastic spaceship should be on a yeah. peg or not. Great. Yep. Thanks, everyone. We did it. <laughs> uh, so the, 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 sad, the sad answer is... Um, I read a pretty compelling uh, sociologist who accredited it to the combination of social media in the iPhone because that was the thing that let people low effort feel comfortable connecting to a platform to shout their thoughts into the void. And also, I shared a great comic with you guys uh, that I, I would say, yeah, I don't really want to read it out here, but uh, it, it does translate. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it, okay? Uh, Chris, you're going to be the... The character on the left, and I'm gonna be the dumbass on the you right. You know what? We'll just put, we'll just link it in the show notes. How about that? Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Or all right, guys. If you have a Google machine, it's Pearls Before Swine, and it's um the May twenty second episode or issue, whatever. Pretty good. So that's a good segue, yeah. Zach. Thank you. We can move on to the points now that you uh... <laughs> words of wisdom yeah, from the welcome. great Zach. The Zach Matthews. To quote the late warrior poet Kobe Bryant. Okay, so let's start with you, Zach. I'm not the host there. I'm just trying to keep this uh, moving since uh, Chris is not doing shit. Stunning. <laughs> I was reading a comic. What do you want? You can't <laughs> send me comics in there. <laughs> yeah, okay. You can't blame him. He wasn't educated on this side of the Atlantic. It, it, had, it, it had big <laughs> words like um, the Senate committee what is that? wouldn't you just put it through the House of Parliament or ask the Queen what you wanted yeah. to do I don't understand it, it's harder also to read the, the drawings there is no letters only lines and colors and stuff it's it's really hard I for mean, me to, to read is that is that not how letters work anyway they're just like lines and colors uh, that's too deep for um, us too know. deep <laughs> yeah yeah okay, okay. I'm out we're not, we're not too, I'm vetoing the bell so it's a shame that we don't do any editing in this show, though. <laughs> we could remove yeah. the whole part, but no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So ships, points and stuff. I was surprised to see some ship go up and I feel like there's less two points ship. Uh, so it's kind of harder to to spam ships and stuff like that. And my mascots, uh, all, 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 my mascots. <laughs> all of my lists did not work anymore. All of them, no matter what, they didn't work. Uh, not a big deal though. You just go through, read the new points, try to find new stuff, have fun building lists. It's 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 all right. Just uh, I I had a uh, hard time understanding the logic behind it of some some going up, other going down, and uh, so maybe Zach, you have some insights on that since you are the best uh, playtester ever. Clearly, although you cannot <laughs> confirm that you ever playtest anything. Uh, well, I can I can confirm all the stuff my name was in. Uh-huh. So. I, boy, um, no, I, I was definitely interested in, in this one. Um, I missed, I liked the, the design space of, uh, a lot of people called the, the two point, no upgrade ships mascots. And, uh, I yep. loved the design space of that. So I, I was very sad to see them go, even if it was pretty clear that the power level across that ship was kind of uneven between like you you talk like night beast or the other one uh, the guild type um so i i thought they were pretty good uh, but like, have a have well so a have went from zero to hero right overnight when um the gauntlet and the razor crest came out because he was he was mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. He, yeah he was like the least popular to like 
everywhere when that happened. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm surprised that there are none in some factions, but it really did hurt the swarm factions when it was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to take a TIE fighter or I'm going to take a Trade Federation drone and I got to, you know, go up against Derek or Night Beast or Contrail. Like Contrail even had a, has a sometimes usable ability on top of that. Like I thought Ahab was in a good spot because he had a chance to be blank. Mm-hmm. But like I caught... <laughs> Or my th- do I have Contrail mixed up with one of the other uh, ones? Contrail was the the one who was almost a blank ability, but is still an I five. Yeah, with a boost. okay. I'm sorry. Contrail is the I five with a boost. Yeah. Oh, it was Rivas. Rivas yeah. was the one who like yeah. had a great stat line, great dial, and frequently usable ability. Yeah. The only the one I'm a little surprised on that we saw was so I'm surprised that they moved the bottom up or took more ships off the bottom point level like i guess i'm yeah like looking at where the game was i I, i'm not stunned that that happened what i am a little surprised by is that they also in tandem took some of the the you know i6 force aces really uh if you had ever been anakin skywalker your your points if you had ever killed or contemplated killing younglings uh your points (laughs) went down i I didn't know i was in the rules reference (laughs) Uh, so, because uh, so, be- before you move on to that, Zach, I did have a two point. Uh, yeah, go for thing. it. Yeah, let's let's stick on our mascots for a minute longer. Yeah, yeah. So I really like the fact that there are two factions now with two point. I, I like Imperials and Separatists. Like, you want to take a bunch of ships? This is the faction for you. Like, I don't like the fact that a faction like Resistance, for example, which is all like hyper technologically advanced, all heroes working together. Uh-huh. Like, do they really need? Obviously, they. I've just fucked up on them. They have a two pointer, but you know, I destroy. I did it to myself. No one has ever been so wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna edit that out. Fuck, fuck you. But like the first order, right? Like the first order. Yeah, but I mean, BB-8 yeah. pod. It, it, it stands. I think that one is gen, like, generally a two point ship. That's fine. But like. Um, but having I, just, that, uh, if you, uh, 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 so did you borrow Zach's mic? Yeah, no, no, I was just going to say, because you talked about First Order and looking uh, through the points there, they all are expensive. Like the yeah, cheapest like is four be. points, right? And uh, so, so the most technologically advanced faction has got the most expensive ships. Weird. No, no, I know, but. Technically, they like they are the um, evolution of the empire, right? And the empire, yeah. it swarms. So, so what so, you're saying is, as a ship evolves, it should stay the same points cost. Why don't you go fuck yourself? I, I didn't say that. I said I just saying that they, they don't they, they don't have cheap ships. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's all I'm and saying. I, and I'm saying that they have ships that are probably costed for their stat line and abilities. Ah, uh, you plum pudding. Yes, uh, evolution is a farce anyway. So let's not get hung up on that. <laughs> they are doomed also they all Look, doomed. The, there is only evolution in the Star Wars universe <laughs> okay I, I, I retract myself but to, to kind of reiterate so like they very clearly uh, and I'm going to just credit I, I, oh. I am sorry Zach Zach I, I did it to myself also because they are three points ship in the first order yeah. so well so what, what I was going to say is to, to back up slightly like another reason to get rid of the two point design space is a mm-hmm. lot of the archetypes were kind of looking the same because we all had access to these two pointers um, and, you know, some factions multiple. Yeah. So if you want 
like if you're like yeah empire and um separatists are going to be the swarm factions or the ones where we focus on swarms yeah but here's these rebel lists just casually throwing out six good ships <laughs> how how well mm-hmm. have you done yeah uh, at making the other ones swarm factions yeah and that's i don't think it's so much removing that design space it's just allocating it to the place where it should have been originally yeah yeah, but I'm, in that I, in that line of thought, Chris, what do you think of the uh, the V nineteen Torrents Starfighter and the Nimbus class V wing that are technically spawn ship or swarm ships that you should have a lot of them since they are very bad. I would say that clones don't really swarm; they support the Jedi. Okay, like, if you're playing Republic. You should be playing yeah. the Jedi. Jedi, okay, okay. You, yeah. you can you can play clones. I'm not going to lie. You can do it, and I think you can make viable lists even with the points as they are. I think you'll be able to make viable lists using those ships because of the way loadout value works now. But I don't think anyone goes, "Oh man, I really want to fly Jedi's because I love not flying <laughs> Jedi's." <laughs> because for me when Republic first came out I wanted to play the clones I thought the, the look of the ships were good and I liked the the characters there I liked the concept of the clones and yeah. stuff but they, they did not work out well you for like me. the characters plural because there's not only one yeah okay. uh, the characters yeah okay <laughs> I stand corrected <laughs> I do hope uh, one of the questions that uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep referencing Stanny because I like him too so he posited on the like I'm really looking for I almost wish we could have pushed this back till after Minox released their interview with Plummer just to see what he says because um, I, I I really do I really hope he answers the what their idea for like the faction designs or like the the what portion of the from magic they call it the color pie where the different abilities line up with the different mm-hmm. factions so we've seen them say a couple times they kind of want uh empire and separatists to have swarms so i would love to hear a little bit about what their ideas for the other five are it's not available that uh, color pie that would be fun to see though because uh, let's say i know i like to play this type of list or this type of game i would go th- you know for that faction let's say but now I, it's not public right I, there that information is not available yeah i mean it, well some of it's subjective right like as far as what goes where but like and how they manifest differently. So a good example to go back to, I'm going to pick on magic for a second. So stay with me if you've never played magic. Um, but two of the colors are green and blue and they're kind of, um, they, they, they're historically very different, but they both get card drawing as a mechanic that shows up in green. It's explained as growth and exploration where in blue, where it's knowledge and research. So, like, you, you can still have some of those overlaps and, it, you know, it makes it hard to be, like, exactly this. And you never want to marry yourself to the color pie, as it were. You never want to be like, well, you know, we can't make it, and especially Star Wars. Like, Star Wars, they have the handicap of it's Star Wars. So, even if they might necessarily want to, like, let's say they really, really, really wanted to you know, empires all about swarms. It's their things, yada yada. Well, the elephant in the room is Darth friggin' Vader. You know, we hear all these lines about how he's you know was one of the best pilots, if not the best pilot in the galaxy. He has a special ship for him and everything. So you can't just like throw Darth Vader out because <laughs> you want you know uh, Empire to be in your 
your swarm color pie, even if, you know, that's the other half of what they do. So I, I don't think you'll ever get that dream of like, here's our printed color pie for X-Wing just oh, because oh, yeah. of the Star it, Wars license. It will never be. Yeah. The division between the colors will never be sharp, right? It's going, always going to be like, uh, I don't know the word. Blurry. But it's, blurry is the word. We, you know, yeah. This, yeah, blurry, a transition between them. And that's good because sometimes you want to have some specific I don't know, uh, kind of play in another faction just to have a little bit of that flavor, let's say. What I would like us to do is use our Patreon money to fund uh, Max Brook and have him make his own. Is it, is it not time to fire uh, Max? I was never on. Well, maybe I was on time to fire Max. I can't remember. I I once I think I once <laughs> posited, how do you hold designers accountable for uh, mistakes? I don't think I ever said fire. You know what? Someone go listen to that old podcast and tell me. I will. I don't know. I'll say your name if you can send me a timestamp. But uh, <laughs> I will say yep. your name. Say my name, bitch. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Is not going to check for timestamp. So no, I will. I got, I got nothing better to do. <laughs> I drive a lot. You just you just said you said a new job. It was a real job. You didn't even have time to read rules. There's no way you're going. Yeah, but I, I, I still drive a lot because I, I service multiple sites still, and it's like a 40 minute commute each way. But uh, that that is way off topic. But yeah, so like I have always wondered if um, being attached to Star Wars hurts how good of a game X-Wing can be, you know, because like, well, now it's like Dave Filoni, right? He, is he the one or is it uh, the other guy who's like writing a lot of the stuff? I know Pablo Hidalgo is like the head of the story. At no point is he like, well, we can't have Anakin Skywalker fly a new shit because it would throw off the balance in X-Wing or like. Book of Boba Feet spoilers, okay. right? Like, that's pretty sweet that Mando got a... Uh, <laughs> a Nebu fighter, yeah. Yeah, a custom N1, and I'm sure it'll make its way to X-Wing eventually, but they're not going to be like, oh, by the way, the Republic saw it and made five copies of it so that whenever we release that pilot pack, <laughs> we can have four different... Uh, you know, we can sell the custom N1 as its own ship and have four different pilots in it, right? Like, I have no idea. God bless how they're going to get, you know, market that p- product. You're going you're gonna to have the child as a pilot? You're gonna yeah, the, have... the mechanic, the girl yeah. mechanic there with the curly hair. Yeah, uh, the, one of the little helper droids will be the generic. Yeah, that's it. You got it Easy. there. Hey, you have an expansion pack right there. Yeah. Yep. See, that, that, that's why I tested and didn't design. I don't have that kind of creativity. I, I'm just the asshole who says you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what do you think of the point change for Dark Vader? Actually, well, so that's what I was saying. I'm a little surprised that they came down just because they At nine, yeah, um, on the defender, yeah. Well, and uh, the X one as well, because I I thought the X one was worth all of his eight points. Uh, I was like, I kept going to Empire and playing Vader X one. And it felt like uh, LeBron James on the it Cavs. Felt, it felt good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's only seven points in the X ones, which is, and there's a shitload of uh, upgrade possible. Yeah, so. he he was just such so good and so well rounded, and like because you know you could interact with objectives and still take the rest of your action suite or have your force. You know, outside of when he bumped into stuff, like he was just he hit like a truck. So, would you at seven point there? Would you rather take Dark Vader in the X one? Or take any of the Tie Defender that are seven points. Uh, I would definitely take him. I would start with him in the X one, and like one of the things I keep just staring at as a list building starting point right now is starting with him in Vessery, and then like I don't know, rounding out with three ties or something. 
Hmm. I'm a little more interested in X1 Vader over um, Defender Vader just because I think you can get that second friend. And I do think you need a, a Chris Middleton. What are you talking about? You, you can have Rexor and Defender Vader and two Jingoists. All right, maybe. Done. I, I, I like more bodies. Uh, you know, maybe it's just because I'm a basketball I, I fan. Like the, the, do you want to know how many bodies there are hitting the floor when you're running that list? Fair. <laughs> I just... It, it warms my heart when I have the Chris Middleton to my Giannis. Uh, I just had to see what that world looked like where I didn't. And uh, yeah, that, that's how I like to play X-Wing. Oh. Yeah, I was, it's good. I like it. I like both of them. I think they're both viable. I'm a bit scared of it being nine points. So I think there's a lot of scope for wingmates for Defender Vader. Yeah, I've, I've definitely seen things that make me go, oh boy, I don't know if I want to play against that yet. But I haven't. I haven't sat and built much on my own yet either. I have a question for a specific pilot ability. It doesn't have to do anything with the points though. Okay, go for it. I, I'm allowed to do it? Okay, thank you. Vult Skiris, the TIE Defender. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Skiris, TIE Defender. So it's is now seven point. He used to be eight. And he has 13 loadout points, mm -hmm. PS5. It says action, gain one strength token to recover... Uh, charge charge well, yeah, one charge and then before you engage you may spend one charge to perform an action so I don't get it oh so uh, do you do you not like being able to boost our barrel roll in the engagement yeah. phase being the ace of aces that, that, that's his ability is he gets to perform an action during combat and then um, he only gets to do it once unless you pay that tax does that does that make more sense for you yes okay because uh, I thought that having the strain token, you know, and spending the charge, you don't do any action now. You have to wait yep. for the engagement to do your action. But he's, he starts with one. Is He starts with it full. Um, so at least on the first turn of the game, he was actually someone I, I was looking at. I don't know if we'll see when I thought Empire was it like... Uh, oh, no. Secret tech coming yeah. out now. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know about now with the turn two thing. Basically... He's one turn of free stressless push the limit that you have to pay an action and get a strain token to do again. So it's already I five as well. So it's only really relevant if you, he's going against an I six. Yeah. yeah, that's what and I you know, found out when I was playing him. I never got anyway. I didn't understand <laughs> the thing right, but yeah. I never had a chance to use it properly. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a solid enough. Like, I would probably take Rexwood before him because he have the same loadout, don't he? Yeah. I would probably take Rexwood before because Rexwood's just funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's what I did. I switched him for Rexler. So. And, I mean, the correct answer might not be why not both, you know? <laughs> why not? Okay, no los dos. And then we can do... What else? Is, what's the six point? Why isn't Vader in the X1 six points? Come on, Angie. Yeah, what a mistake. Why do they hate fun? How could they do this? Grand Inquisitor. There you go. That's an ace. There's your three ships right there. Easy. So, but uh, your comment there, was it uh, sarcastic or you think that it's too expensive? Uh... <laughs> no, it was very much sarcasm. <laughs> okay, I do not think. I mean, <laughs> I would take him at six yeah. points and nothing. Like, uh, like I said, I, 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 I was <laughs> happily putting him at eight and just trying to figure out what I was going to do with anything else. That's That was how I felt about the matter. Yeah. I was playing Vader and four TIE Fighters. Uh, yeah, I think it was Inferno Squadron and Vader was what I was running because it was fun. Well, whatever. <laughs> so all in all, guys, 
how, how do you uh, get these new rules and modifications? Is it like shit? Fuck! God damn it! I, all the rule changes I love. All the rule changes I love. Okay, so it's not. It's a bump, right? It's just a little speed bump until we adjust and play the game as usual. It's not nothing big that says, ah, oh, they broke the game again, and right? Yeah, that's how I feel. Go ahead, Chris. I think, without being too judgmental, I think there's a very high chance that the people who are complaining that the game's changed again, it's only been like three months or whatever since this <laughs> happened, yeah. are the same people who, if they didn't change anything, would have been saying that the game was changing too slowly and they weren't taking any of the feedback and like, why did scenarios change? Like, there was a post a while ago saying that people were worried the scenarios might get old and stale and there was posts saying, I can't believe we've changed the scenarios. Yeah. Or, that, but at the same time as people saying, oh, why haven't they done new scenarios? I'm like, well, you can't say that, you know, on the one hand, we changed the scenarios on the other hand, you wanted new scenarios and didn't get them. Yeah, those, those people... Like, mm. is, is, is changing the scenario not giving you a new scenario? Yeah. So or do I have to change the name of the scenario for that to be valid? I would say my only hope is that we don't get quite this rate of change going forward. No, I um, agree with that. I really hope this was yeah. the... All right, what you guys were playing for the past few months was the public beta. It was 2.499999. And you know, here's two point five or whatever. I, I mean, you might be able to call me that. Well, you can definitely call me naive. You can call me whatever you like, baby. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I just wrecked myself. Um, they're on record as having said that they're going to do changes when changes are needed. Yeah. So if and I think changes were needed. I don't okay. think chance engagement ended soon enough. I think that that dragged on and was the outlier in scenarios yes i think the um the differential between the rate at which people would score points in uh, salvage and scramble was out of line and that needed changes in the opposite direction so like two mm-hmm. of the scenarios needed slowing down one needed speeding up and assault was probably okay so uh, unsurprisingly uh, they didn't change assault really yeah. like, you know so i guess in the future it's going to be Points adjustment and upgrade slots adjustment, not change, like not big changes, but most adjustment and, you know, balancing. But for the rules, it will be minor adjustment as we go and, you know, bugs are found out and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the way I see it. And that, anyway, that's the way I hope it will be because, like you said, you can't have this every six months, right? Rewriting the game every six months. You, you can't do that. Yeah. This is not Warhammer. We can't do that. I, I would say that it's still the same game. I think rewriting the game is fairly um, hyperbole, hyperbolic, hyperbole. Which means I exaggerated? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, this this is a, a nudge. Yeah. Okay. I think, so I think you could... I, think... I, I, I would call this a nudge back towards dogfighting. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. That's how I felt anyway when I was playing the game. Which is that good or not? Is that where we want to go back to, or are we just I, I th- yeah back towards it or back to the two whoa, different whoa, whoa. things? One at oh, a time, guys. One at a time. Come on. Uh, well, so Chris <laughs> asked a question, you know, clarifying. I, I would say back towards a little, right? Like I do, I do think it was sort of a valid complaint if you felt like you know some people sort of felt like we were at a spot where like rushing the objectives was kind of the play on some maps. So like I, I get that. 
you want to feel like you can show up and shoot stuff down and have that be your main way to play. Uh, and you know, again, it's why I say it was a nudge. It, it's just a slight push back towards it rather than, um, you know, and again, it goes back to what, at least I, I remember them saying, maybe it's a Mandela effect here, but, you know, I remember them saying the main point of the objectives is just to get people out of their corner and get people playing. So, you know, it, that's what that's what they should be for is if your opponent is, you know, circling the toilet bowl or building the fortress in the corner, which I, I guess is a really engaging gameplay to some people who are mad on the Internet. But, you know, if they're doing that, it, the objectives are supposed to be a recourse against that. Uh, I mean, I'm going to I am going to push back a little bit and come to the defense of the uh, the haters for some unknown reason. So I do think the fortune in the corner mm-hmm. is not as big a problem as podcasts make it out to be. That doesn't mean it isn't a problem that was worthy of being corrected. But I think that I think it's perfectly possible for an X-wing player to go through the X-wing career, never experiencing that in I, a game. And ever. I agree, but I think it's only because X-wing like self polices and self selects down enough yeah. that like. Because there are people who are like, oh, I never ran into it. And, like, that's fair. But, like, it, it can yeah. also be a miserable enough experience. I, I That's what I'm saying. I don't, it's, I'm not arguing that it didn't need to be corrected. Yeah. Like, I'm just... my, my last regular 2.0 tournament, uh, one of my opponents fortressed. Now, he was a rather charming person. And he was also a coward. So I just managed to force <laughs> the joust anyway and won. Suck it, you honorless cur. He know he knows who it is. He is. He'll laugh if he hears this. Which he won't. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and like it was fine because I mean it really was one of my best friends, so like it was pretty hilarious. But like I could see if you don't know what to do in that scenario, like it being stressful and frustrating and like you know, I, I've seen people sort of get bamboozled or get tied up, you know, or in, in good players. And especially if you aren't like, you know, I bought a joust, a really strong jousting list. I was on uh, the four T-70s with um, Snap where it was like, okay, if I if I can point at you, uh, I'm probably going to win this. And so the fortressing wasn't much effect to me. But like if you came to fly around and, you know, play the game in the beautiful way it can be played, like, yeah, the fortressing is just a total like screeching halt frustration and like. The problem is, the problem is that people would probably be right to do it, and that X Wing. I think that X Wing players are sabotaging yeah, that's, themselves that's by more yeah. of a problem. Yeah, right. Like there, there was the you know the often discussion of if we showed up and people suddenly start you know if we put real cash prizes in X Wing, where people who are like, well, I like games, I don't care about Star Wars much, but I want some money, and you know, poker players showed up or whatever. You know, and the real the real sweaty people showed up. Like we would we would see a lot more of it. I mean, I'm really sweaty, but that's just because I'm fat. <laughs> you know, I guess I'll, I'll I'll point to Paul Heaver making spaceship noises on the final table at Worlds on his way to winning. Like you know, there's you, you don't see that uh, as much in other games where there's a clear emphasis on I'm here to enjoy myself, but also I like thinking about this in a way that you know results in a win. Oh, um, one thing I, I do kind of have one last one for us to touch on before I don't really think we need to break down each scenario or anything like that. But um, I wanted to talk about the ban list. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All right. Just in general, I'm not. I don't have anything specific to hit on. Just you oh, know. All right. So is it getting, is it getting bigger? Is it getting you know? Here, here here's mine. 
why did they let trajectory sim why did i why did they let trajectory simulator have an attempt why why did we have to live with that i think it i think it's two different things so it's trajectory simulator without b-wings getting bomb slots is an irrelevancy and then giving b-wings a bomb slot because it's cool that they can drop bombs in squadrons or whatever and then realizing oh wait a minute if i put these three hands together i create a problem that is just going to be not fun and i think there's a large portion of the argument that it's not good i don't think trajectory simulator b-wings are overpowered in any way i just don't think they're fun yeah and like how much of that do you let the like I said does the game self-police in that yeah you know a, traje- a trajectory simulator b-wing is probably fine two is probably not fun of oh, two with sabine as well because you put them in the rebel fight okay yeah this is bullshit so get it out and i think that's closer to what the problem actually was than just trajectory yeah simulator. well and actually i think that um it would be a much bigger problem with um the turn two objective Extended. caps well, i was gonna say the oh, turn two objective yeah. caps because now, now it is much easier to, you know, you know you don't have to launch on that first turn. You know you can get into that position you want uh, and cover it a little, mm. little more than you even before. Yeah. And guys, why hull upgrade and stealth device? Stealth device was already there. Yep. It's okay. Why hull upgrade? Hull upgrade for the same reason that, um... oh, go ahead, Chris. I get to I get to feel clever because we spoke about this last time. I was not listening, so I know you weren't. <laughs> this is one of the things I spoke about was that pull upgrade was bullshit. Why? Because you can't track how much health ships have when everyone when an indetermined number of ships can all have hull upgrade because you've got nothing else to spend water on. It just okay. gets annoying to play the game. Oh, that's also a okay. good point. What I was and I I was gonna say for the same reason they um they did ban stealth device is they said it was ubiquitous in their playtesting. It was everywhere. Every list had it. Everyone was using it. Everybody played it. R5 Astromech. That's, uh, that was kind of a surprise for me. That seemed like them getting all the regen that wasn't the only character to appear in every single Star Wars movie. <laughs> there is still the named whole one, which I, keep, I should look it up. Um, but there's other uh, astromech that do regen. What, what, what's the problem with him? <laughs> Why him? Is he being bullied or something? I'm just finding it now. I'm just finding well, it. Well, R5D8, is it? Yeah. R5D8 is still a thing. Yeah. No, it's just R5. Yeah, but as in, Zach said we got rid of all of the regen that wasn't R2D2. Mm. Right, R5D8, is it? Yeah. Well, was was R5D8 named? They got rid of all the gener- generic regen, at least. It seems like, oh, you know what? Yeah. Deuterium power cells survived, didn't it? Yeah, because first order deserved it. I was going to say, you missed one AMG. That's what you get for not having any lore masters on staff. <laughs> That's right. We want to get rid of the regen. Did we miss any? Look, man, my Kylo Ren and uh, <laughs> Major Von Reg earned this regen. <laughs> mm. But, Zach, you mentioned the lore master. You know, in the ship point document, since everyone was messing up the questions about the subtitles or the nickname of the pilot, yeah. they put them there. So now there's no reason for any lore master challenge to miss or get a wrong answer on a subtitle name question. That's true. It is. So I just wanted to put that out there. And I did. Thank you. You're okay. Mm-hmm. We we forgive you. <laughs> I, I will never forgive you for robbing me three times in a row. <laughs> so I, I, I will forgive you for, um, you know, 
but yeah. it's fine. It's yeah, okay. We're all still friends. <laughs> so the other thing that happened since we, Jesus, since we last recorded was we actually do have everything for the Rogue Class Starfighter now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And boy, I feel like they went... Oh, by the way, uh, AMG, if you're listening, once again, please split up your PDFs. I'm so upset at having to download this giant-ass PDF that bogs shit down every time I want to look something up if I'm not just using a builder. Because, like, I don't know, I... The PDFs are easy, make sense for me to read, but I think they went super conservative with the Rogue, and I wouldn't be surprised to see it getting tweaked in the future, because it's just like fives across the board, right? Yeah, and they have a lot of loadout points also. One of the things that we were chatting about last um, yesterday for the Rogue was, um, would you rather have it five points with this loadout value in those slots, mm-hmm. or would you rather have it at four with next to no loadout in slots? Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess they there's only the one four pointer, the Magna Guard Executioner, and with only four points, I mean, I guess you can take HLC, right? That's that's about it. Oh, Proton Cannons is only four. I I forgot that existed. Yeah, man, I just like I think the Magna Guard Protector is the big winner, and and maybe Cad Bane. I was pretty excited. Someone noted that uh, Maul and Scumcad Bane were kind of a neat combo because you could um, coordinate him and get the strain and then pass that strain to someone else. Boy, at 14 squad points for that combo and Scum's pretty top heavy. I don't I don't know if I'm in on that. It's definitely a little sad to see that. But it's mm-hmm. a nice add-on for the Scums. Uh, but they have a lot of real cool ship and cool abilities. And it's kind of hard to build a list if you want to do too much, right? Because there are so many cool stuff that you might try to try to do too much. Uh, it's a yeah. really a shame that we don't do any fucking editing on this show. What are you talking about? I do. That's, I leave your stuff in because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I edited out all of the things from the last show that Zach asked me to edit out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's not my fault. His mic was actually his cat's ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <huh? laughs> Yeah, guys, I actually said a lot of horrible stuff on that first episode, which is why my audio cut now. I made I made Chris work for what we pay him. <laughs> I I earned all of the no pennies. No. It's fine. Yeah. So do you think uh, we did everything that we went all around the stuff we wanted to talk about today? Uh, I mean, well, we've got we've got a little bit of time left. You know, I, I've got one. I have okay. one. Go. Because th- this gets to be me being negative, and I think we'll get some vamping out of it. So. The 2022 Star Wars convention exclusive. Oh, yeah. How do we feel about uh, about this? I had to look at it twice to confirm that it was, in fact, um, a... Uh, a, d- a different paint job. Yeah. The angle does not show off the Ahsoka paint job at yeah. all. I think they did a bad job of promoting it. I have no clue what you're talking about. So remember they do alternate paint, sch- paint mm-hmm. schemes of mm-hmm. ships that you yeah. can buy. They're doing another one that you can only buy, I think it's like this weekend at Star Wars Celebration. They said there'd be 150 available per day and you can only buy them at Star Wars Celebration. I really liked it when they... Um, was it the Naboo fighter that they made available through a web store and you could just buy one well, for a limited time? Wasn't, didn't they do that like related to the pandemic or some shit? Uh, they did, but like, there's no way that wasn't a good way to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's just a shame that the pandemic like, is over forever now and we don't have to worry about the fact that it's surging across the planet after we got rid of mask mandates. Because <laughs> if the pandemic were still happening, 
you know they could they could do that again they could fire that up although it's it's uh, oh. it's also um i do think the it being for star wars celebration versus adepticon is is a pretty significant footnote in that deal um the whole point of that shit i, I have my i think that they will, this will be this year's and it'll be available at multiple conventions it's just it's oh, frustrating okay. that I mean, I'm, I have no knowledge of that. That's my only my suspicion because 150 a day, that's not a print run. You, there's no way they ordered less than a thousand of this ship. Like, there's no way you... It's just not viable as a company. Does, you know what I mean? Like, there has to be like 5,000 of these for it to be relevant. Okay, that's fair. But, I mean, uh, it does have the sticker on the box, I think, uh, Celebration exclusive, though. No, it's, it's convention exclusive. Convention exclusive? Okay. Because, like, yeah. I could see them doing it at San Diego Comic-Con um, would be a... Can you see them just doing it at my next local event at Sentrybox so that, you know, people don't have to try and weave a country or fly <laughs> or... Like, I, I mean, fuck, I, I've, I've heard that you could probably use this if you're in 2.0 still in Europe. Uh, so yeah. Anything want, want. that keeps Canadians away from me, I'm for. Uh, so, yes, I guess send, send some to Sentrybox. Yeah. Yeah, we. I'll host like a seven-player event, um, and I'll make sure I sell at least two of them to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, guys, I still don't know which ship you were talking about. Oh, it's, <laughs> that's good. I'm not sure in it. It's, uh, you're look. You're in the. Di- I posted it in the Dissect Discord, of which you are a proud member. Ah, uh, yes, I am proud. Uh, you're proud and also a member. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So it's 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 Ahsoka's ship. Yes. It's the only ship she flies in Republic. And just to be clear, the the main problem is that Ahsoka's ship is basically the same colors as the Obi-Wan ship just reversed. So like it's not as noticeable as like Plo Koon who is a different color. Yeah. I like it. I I would paint one myself. I I had plans to paint one myself, but then I don't need to anymore. The thing that does disappoint me still is that it's a Delta 7, not a Delta 7B, because the art is of a Delta 7B. And I got extremely excited. I was going to, I will buy five of these and then repaint. I will pay eBay scalper prices for five of them. You've actually done a real conversion. To give me the Delta 7B. Yeah, that would cost them even more. Oh, I agree. I saw the picture of that and said, well, buff, woof, wah. Didn't talk to me, so I just moved on and never realized what it was. So, <laughs> yeah. y- you guys are right. It's it's not that different, and it's uh, it's not that pretty either. So, Look, it's, it's cool, and Ahsoka is a character we're celebrating. I think it's just, um, again, the... See, this is, this is what I go back to earlier, right? Like... Uh, clearly they weren't planning for a minis game when they they put those in the show or whatever art book mm-hmm. that showed up in. No, of course yeah. not. It just it makes me sad that they hide it behind the convention that you have to pay to get tickets to. Like, it, it's going to make like seven people extremely happy, and then a bunch of Star Wars nerds are going to buy them, and then the rest of it's just going to get sold to people who only want to flip it and scalp them. Yeah. So how much do you think it will cost to get them, let's say, like a month after the convention? If they're available today, I wouldn't be surprised if they're already on eBay for like 150 US. Jesus. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Okay. So uh, doorbell just rang. Was that at your place or mine? That was Katie uh, in the pantry upstairs. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So it's next weekend. So from Thursday, May 26th, you'll start seeing these popping up on eBay immediately. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? And it, it'll make me sad. Uh, there's already some on? Oh, it's a pre-sale. There's some pre-sales for 350 on eBay. Yeah. There's some people who believe it is their destiny to acquire it. <laughs> yeah. Why pay that now when you can have it like half that price later on and even less than that in a few months? Well, and there, there, right, like there are plenty of talented painters who will do that for you for, mm-hmm. you know, 50 bucks. Yeah. Support your local painter. Don't support your weird internet scalper. <laughs> so those are words of wisdom again. Yeah. Zach, you're like a bottomless pit of wisdom <laughs> if that makes any sense uh, you know i'll take it I'm not gonna look too hard into it. so chris do you have anything wise to say wise are you fucking kidding me <laughs> wisdom is chris's dump stat listening to this show is always a bad idea <laughs> is playing the new z95 is a bad idea i don't think it is it's for multiple reasons i've oh, fuck off <laughs> Jeez, okay. Wind it back. We're not done. We're not finished. Yeah. <laughs> why Why are they too big, Bruno? Because some guy showed a picture on the internet and I saw that he said that they were too big. So now I'm just like repeating what I, I read there, that they oh, are too big. Oh, so you, oh, you, strong. you saw something on the internet and yeah. they were bigger than another thing you saw. Okay, yeah, right. so I so guess what, if, if it's on the internet, it must be true, right? No, like what, what scale is X-Wing? Because for them to be too big, there would have to be a defined scale, wouldn't there? Because if there isn't a scale, well, models can be any size you want. It needs to be an average scale. It's a right? sliding scale, uh, I believe d- they said. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is a scale of whatever makes this ship look cool. Or maybe it's too like, big. Which, I, I guarantee... I, I, I saw the, the post the, you're talking about. So the, if you Google... Uh, um, so does that mean that the original Z95 was too small? Oh. No. Oh. It, 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 they're all at different scales. The, yeah, but in the same game, you can't have different scales in the same game. You can, I promise you, you can. Yes, you can. Epic ships are not. Yeah, epic ships are uh, on a sliding scale. No, it's not even that, Zach. Literally, what what ships come in the starter box for the original core set? The TIE Fighter mm-hmm. is at a scale of 221. The X-Wing is at a scale of... Where have you gone? 295. No. How, how do you know that? Because I do research, Bruno. I'm and why do you research that? Because when people say, mm, it's not 95, the wrong scale, I can tell them to fucking kill themselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just hang on. I have to something I, I to go away. Remember, I have to do, <laughs> do something. I don't know if you guys remember the olden days when there was uh, quite the controversy between the size of A-wings versus uh, Y-Wings in particular because of one random shot of an A-Wing sitting next to a Y-Wing in a hangar from uh, the Star Wars movies. But that uh, that caused a lot of consternation on the uh, the internets back in the days. So to answer, answer the question, though, I do wish... Um, Chris, you're better at aircraft parts than me. Is that center section with the cockpit, is that called the fuselage? That would be a fuselage. Okay. I'll, I'll let you have I that. wish yeah. that the fuselage on the Newsies was, it seems from that one photo, just a hair bigger. Because, like, yes, um, you know, it's the difference. So, like, if you have ever seen, and maybe you guys haven't, maybe it's just an American thing. So, the, there's the military Humvee, and then there's the civilian uh, Hummer um, that you can buy. And even the original one is still noticeably smaller than the military one 
Um, and that is the difference between the two Z95s is that the Z95A4 Headhunter or whatever that we've known for a while was made for like, you know, private contractors on the side and whatnot, where the actual uh, clone Z95 was the one that was produced for a military. You just made that up. No. Oh, yeah. You did. <laughs> I, fucking I know this shit. <laughs> you know, actually, one thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask uh, our listeners. Um, so this is really just Paul John. Which one? The one on the left or the one on the right? Because there are only two of them. <laughs> this, is just, this is just Paul Johnson and possibly Alex Mogensen. Uh, so I had a lot of discussions a while back for no reason at all about whether or not um, the Z95 was supposed to be like a, an ace type or interceptor, like air superiority fighter for clones, you know, whether it was supposed to be like their top line fighter. Uh, because mm-hmm. myself and a lot of people thought that, but after like pouring over Wikipedia and like searching for references, I didn't find anything that said that. Um, and in fact, I found some things that said the torrent, the V19 torrent was in fact that. So if you can even just tell me where I got the idea from credibly, rather than just telling me I'm on too many drugs or whatever, uh, <laughs> I would love to hear it because I, I really can't figure out how I and other people had that assumption. So my recollection, this is off the top of my head with zero research at all, Zach, so I'm willing to be wrong on this. But my recollection of the Z95 Headhunter is from one of the Thrawn books. I want to say Dark Force Rising. Um, Mara Jade gets a Z95 because her ship's been serviced or whatever whatever reason and she gets a custom z95 and in that it talks a little bit about it being a relic from the clone wars from yeah. memory and that it was it was like the precursor to the x-wing and the x-wing being a modern superiority fighter is probably where you extrapolated that from that would make would sense be a guess. yeah yeah because i know it's a precursor to the x-wing so that that could be that would make sense yeah. So, I mean, I'm not a law master, obviously, but, you know, boom, how's that for fucking knowledge drops? That's solid. That, well, that would explain where I got it from, because I did read those books. So you're telling me that the scale is okay. It's um, not too big. But it's, well, I'm telling you that it's not too big, because it's, it, the way it works is whatever size it is, it's the scale it is. So it's impossible for a ship to be too... Okay. You can think. You are allowed to think that it's too big, Bruno. I am sorry to say that this sounds like what someone with a small penis would say to convince himself that size doesn't matter. I, I, I prefer Zach's explanation about one being like a, a warship and the other one is like being the lesser version for contractors. I prefer that. <laughs> so looking at it, the, the Z95 headhunter that we currently have is a very small, it's vastly not to scale with the other ships. So it is smaller than it probably should be. Like the RZ-2 A-Wing. Ironically, one of the smallest ships mm. is the BTLB Y-Wing. So the Republic oh. Y-Wing is actually um, smaller than it should be by a, f- a decent margin. That makes sense. But guys, I, I, I would suggest that we do not spend like half an hour talking about Z- Z-95. So are you telling me that me going through scale lists, finding outliers is not good radio? Well, How very dare you, sir? <laughs> it's not radio, it's podcasting. Get your shit together, man. It's, uh... Can't wait to have you back on the Lore Master. I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm also retired. <laughs> no you guys know what I did? So I, I do still enjoy X-Wing, but I drove a little over an hour to Madison to play Legion the night that the points dropped. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, look at all this new X-Wing stuff. I'm going to go play Legion. <laughs> you want me to go through some scale for Legion for you, Zach? No. No, it so, doesn't. Um, Legion scale. So what about the A-A five-speeder truck? Guys, is hey, this is not the lack of focus podcast. We talk about X-Wing. No, no other shit. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> we'll come up, you know, may, maybe maybe when we release our mission statement in a future episode, we will make it okay to talk about other things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We'll see. Uh, I, have a, I have another minor complaint about AMG. Their unpaid intern needs to get their game together because uh, the highlighting definitely could have been better on this document. But I suppose when you have one giant-ass 27-page P- PDF instead of seven smaller reasonable pdfs you just give up at some point i think this is definitely some schadenfreude seeking into my existence here but i really like the fact that the color changes are never correct yeah because i know i know people just want to glance through it and see what changed so we can either go oh man this is going to be broken or oh man this is going to be terrible yeah but it's and it's, ha- it's better for our time our free time and brain power I, I understand, but like I said, I personally don't care. I will just go through and figure out my own list in my own time. And that's why it's Shadowfire. I enjoy other people's suffering because of it. Taking pleasure from other people's misfortune, Shadowfire. But Zach, do you know the game of the name of the intern? The unpaid intern? No. Uh, uh, is, is it not the person who drops off at NDA for you, Zach? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> if I know. <laughs> <laughs> so guys I suggest we close this uh, marvelous second episode of Bad Idea episode one Bruno we have almost episode zero oh uh, yeah zero really yeah okay. we just jumped in and see what happens and then uh, if we come back we do a, a numbered episode okay okay so we're back and we this is number one alright yeah this is it this is what your show is now number one <laughs> we are number one All episode right. So I uh, thank you, Zach, because we know your time is, you know, valuable and you don't don't have just that to do in your day, right? You have a lot of responsibilities as a grown man. So thank you for being here. Right. I have so much shit I have to get done around the house yet today. <laughs> oh, hello, Miranda. Do you want to say bye-bye to the internet, princess? <laughs> thank you, guys. And uh, I guess we'll see each other in episode two again. Yeah. yeah. All right. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Pew. Zach. Zach, you need to pew pew. All right. (laughs) Bird.